Yoo-hoo! Welcome to Echo Sunday Service. We love that you are here with us today, but we cannot wait to see you again in person. If you're excited about meeting again in person, face-to-face, press that like button. Or, heck, be crazy and comment with your enthusiasm with a couple of hearts. We are in the second week of our Enneagram series called Yoo-hoo, all about balancing self and God's Word. We are going to take a look at the book of Luke today, specifically Luke 11, and the basic nine types and how those mesh together. Your generosity continues to amaze us. This week, we partnered with Ben Franklin to give 100 joy boxes along with a bag of groceries to families in need. If you're new to Echo Sunday service, expect for this to last a little over 30 minutes. We'll start with the Echo Band, Andy and Christy will speak, we'll take a moment of reflection, and we'll wrap up with hearing closing thoughts from Scotty Scott. Lastly, let us know how we can pray for you. Comment on this video or email us your prayer requests. Let's do this together. Good morning, Echo family. This is Hannah Frederick, and I just wanted to bring you a little encouragement this morning from one of my favorite verses. Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God wins victory after victory and is always with you. He celebrates and sings because of you, and he will refresh your life with his love. I love the promises that that verse says. I love that it speaks of who God is. It starts out by saying God is victorious. So no matter what in our circumstances, no matter how we feel or how we view them, God already sees it as a victory and he's ready to go to battle for us. And then it continues on to say that he celebrates and sings because of us. When it says you, he's talking about each and every one of you. And when he sees us, he smiles. And then it ends with, he will refresh our life with his love. And so when we are spent and we've poured everything out that we can give, we can rely on him to fill us back up so we can continue to pour out. Father of kindness, you have poured out grace. You brought me out of darkness, you have filled me with peace. Hey! 
you do not give a gift. Your void does not go out void and you don't give gifts that come back, Lord. Father, we just receive your promises right now. We receive the promise of eternal life through Christ Jesus. Father, we, we receive the promise of you direct the steps of the righteous When was the last time you looked into the mirror? I'm not talking about looking into the mirror to do your hair, maybe your makeup, or to shave that sweet stash of yours. I'm talking about looking into the mirror of the depth of your soul. You who. 
Hey, what's up, online friends? It's so good to see us. Wish Such we could see. Joke. Wish we could see you. Really, honestly, we miss you. Uh, but thanks for uh, just piping into our online digital reality. Yes. Thank you for joining us as we are in week two of our YooHoo series. YooHoo. YooHoo. We hope you guys have been doing that just like we have. Last week, we tried to answer the question, why use the Enneagram? This week, we want to address our perspective, the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see God. We believe that the Enneagram is a tool that you can use to clean that lens of yours. If your mirror is distorted, smudged up a little, the truth will not be seen. It's human nature to cover up our mistakes, if we're being honest. Do mm -hmm. we ever try to cover those up, Andy? We do. That's why, that's why we do a post-production edit with the premiere Absolutely. versus going live. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus, for that. <laughs> but for real, though, the truth, the truth will not be seen if our mirror is dirty. And so it's human nature to cover those things up. The issue is that we can all come up with excuses or temporary solutions to our eternal problems. So what we typically do is wear a mask or even sow some fig leaves. Yes, in the very beginning of Genesis, we see that humans, they make a mistake. And right after they make a mistake, they, they sow fig leaves and cover themselves and they hide from God. See, that was their temporary solution to a eternal problem. And so the Enneagram and the YooHoo series, what we're trying to do is this, is start to reveal those masks, start to reveal those crutches that we're leaning on and, and try to move away from a temporary solution and walk into an eternal solution. Like I said last week, the Enneagram is not the answer. Jesus is. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Uh, we, we believe that Jesus is the perfect picture of the fullness of God amongst man. Jesus is the perfect picture of who we can be. Jesus is that perfect picture of who I can be. A.W. Tozer, a renowned theologian and author, once said, what comes into our mind when we think about God is the single most important thing about us. What Christy and I are trying to tell you is that our perspective of God will ultimately reflect how we see ourselves. So what we're saying is this, if our mirror smudged, cracked, or dirty, if we continue to try to cover up by wearing a mask to hide our flaws, we may never see God for yep. who God is. Furthermore, we may never know ourselves for who we truly are and who we are created to That's be. Right. The Enneagram is a tool a tool that will, if we were to put into words, it's going to unveil what your core motives are, yep. what drives you, mm -hmm. what your common fear is, those masks that you've learned to wear in the crutches that you have been leaning on. Yep. Christy and I understand that there are some of you that are brand new to the Enneagram. And from week to week, we just want to give you some basic details. Today, we've got three. Christy, what's the first one? Let's start with the word. What is Enneagram? What does the word mean? All I know is I'm still waiting for Siri and my voice to text to pick it up. She keeps thinking it's like three words, like anagram or something like that. But <laughs> Enneagram, if you break it up into two parts, Enneagram, 
represents the word nine. There are nine types. Gram means a diagram or a graph. So there's nine types visualized on the diagram. Absolutely. Speaking about the diagram, it forms a nine point star. And let me just address uh, this idea that some of you are thinking, is this satanic? No. Well, that's a relief. What? That the Enneagram symbol isn't satanic anyway, because I just got it tattooed on my arm. Yeah, no, that's a super normal tattoo. It's a nine point star. It's, it's not the star that represents the satanic cult. It's totally different, okay? Not all stars are satanic. Uh, but I do wanna tell you this, is the Enneagram is quite a bit like your cell phone. There's some greater good and there's some greater bad that can happen. And so I just wanna tell you the Enneagram, if leveraged correctly, can provide such good in one's life. But I also wanna warn you, if we use the Enneagram wrong, it can totally hurt people around you. So just be careful. What's the third one? The Enneagram is meant to be a tool, not a ticket. It is not the answer, but there's so many great concepts and tools that you can easily apply to your life today. Just like you can bake, bake cookies by hand with a good old wood spoon, or you can use what I think is God's gift to, to me is the KitchenAid mixer. Good point, Chris. Why are we talking about cookies, Andy? Because uh, I'm hungry. So, Jordan, mm -hmm. when you think about me, you think about my personality type, mm -hmm. the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. Do you think about me more as a KitchenAid mixer or a wooden spoon? Hmm, I'm gonna say uh, more of a KitchenAid mixer, I think. So you think I'm fat? No, that's not what I said. Uh, the idea of the Enneagram is it begins to reveal some of those tactics uh, that we learned for survival, uh, quite possibly when we were young. Uh, I just wanna tell you that those once useful tactics for survival have now expired. Uh, it's correlates with this idea of sowing fig leaves. What I like about the fig leaf story in scripture is we all know that if I went out and picked some leaves today, just a moment later, uh, maybe a minute, maybe an hour later, those things would be welted and man, we would be showing something to the world that the Dude, world should not see. Neighbors would not appreciate. <laughs> Can you imagine me running no. down the cul-de-sac with fig Thank leaves? Thank you, Jesus. You Figs are flying off. I can't continue, babe. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. What's crazy? When I went to get this tattoo, he was offering two for one specials, so I got a second tattoo, and it's actually Andy in a fig leaf. Check it out. Oh, gosh. <gasps> so I, would, I would be full so, of shame. So here's the deal, man. Adam and Eve, they make a huge mistake. It's, it's known as the fall of man, and what happens and is, and is fused in the heart of man in that moment is shame, fear, and anger and our human propensity is to cover it up with leaves, to cover it up with, with a temporary solution. It's to cover it up with a mask or crutches and that's why we're using those terms. Hey, Christy, why don't you give us that second deeper concept? Yeah, the Enneagram is a picture or an image representing the fullness of God. The Enneagram will expose us AKA, show us what our type is. Me being a three, I can easily go into crutch mode. When I say that, what I mean is I can use my number as an excuse. Well, I'm a three. 
or Andy, well, I'm a one, but God is calling us to find a life of, with balance and that our race and our job is not finished yet. Yeah. He desires us to continue working on ourselves and mm-hmm. finding that daily balance and rhythm. I want to open up to Luke chapter 11, verse 1. It says this, One day Jesus was praying in a certain place, and when, his, when he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray. I want to pause just for one second and think about this. Uh, it, it's obviously safe to say the disciples were ask, asking Jesus, hey, teach us how to pray. But at the very same moment, I think it's safe to say this. Uh, the disciples were, in essence, asking Jesus, how can we or how should we relate to God? Yes, this is a simple prayer. But it's a simple prayer that begins to paint who God is. Let me just continue and just uh, read the rest of it. Uh, Jesus says to them, when you pray, say, Father, you know how this goes, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. Give us each our daily bread. Forgive us of our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us, and lead us not into temptation. And in the Matthew version, it actually says, deliver us from the evil one. I want to connect just a few dots for you this morning. If we use and emphasize some of the key words in the Lord's Prayer, I believe we can begin to see some of those attributes or characteristics of God. So when we see it, Father, very first word in that prayer, we should see our Father as a protector. When we read holy, now again, that's a very spiritual term, but let me help you understand it. We should see the radiance of God. When we see kingdom, see or say, see or say kingdom, <laughs> we should see God as a creator, that he creates a kingdom. When we read give us or we say give us, we should reflect on this idea that God is a giver. God gives daily bread. And when I read daily bread, I see that we serve a God of abundance and actually see a God that also brings joy because bread is so dang good. Especially can great I, harvest. Can I hear a hallelujah? Oh, a holla. Holla bread. <laughs> holla bread. Oh, holla bread. Eula. Okay, anyway, moving We're on. Funny. Lame joke, lame joke, awkward laugh, continue no, on. No, no. When we read forgive, we should see that God is a God that desires peace. Peace, to, peace amongst men from side to side, but also that vertical relationship. God is a God of peace. When we read our, our sins, you should see this idea that if there is evil, there also is good. And we believe that God is righteous. When we read or we say, lead us, we have to believe and we should believe that we serve a God that has all truth and is a God of wisdom. And then lastly, when, when we read, deliver us, and we should believe that God is a loyal God that there's this loyalty characteristic and attribute about God. I love this scripture because it begins to paint this 
full picture of who God is. Uh, let's take a moment and just kind of break down uh, some of those Enneagram numbers and how they reflect to, uh, to the characteristics and attributes of God. Let's talk about the nine personality types within the Enneagram. This is a super simple overview of every number. Number one. Reformer. AKA Andy Cass. Moral perfectionist. Your core fear is being wrong. Your core weakness is resentment and anger. Number two. Helper. You, my friend, are generous. Your core fear is being rejected. Core weakness would be pride. Achiever. Is number three, AKA Christy Cass. Achievers are efficient, image conscious. Fear is being exposed. Weakness would be deceit. Number four. Individualist. Creative, artist, authentic. Core fear is being inadequate. Weakness would be envy. How about the number five, the investigator? You are perceptive. Your core fear is being incapable. Core weakness is greed. Number six, a loyalist. Y'all are committed. Core fear is feeling fear itself. Core weakness is anxiety. Number seven, the enthusiast. Adventurous. We love our sevens. Your core fear is feeling limited. Your core weakness is gluttony. Number eight, the challenger. You are protective. Your core fear is being weak. Your core weakness is lost. Number nine, the peacemaker. You are the mediators in our life. Your core fear is tension. Your core weakness would be slothfulness. Yeah, falling asleep to your own desires, your own passions. So where do we go from here? Uh, we've given you a lot of information, but information's useless unless we apply it to our lives. Uh, I feel like there's a few types of people that are, are watching this and your, your mind is turning and your heart is beginning to stir. And the first thing that I just wanna remind us as followers of Jesus Christ is that I mean, we need to receive from the fullness of God. I believe those attributes and their, those characteristics that we read earlier, uh, man, that God wants to provide that forgiveness. He wants to remind you today in your very home that he does have your protection in, my, in mind. He also is a God that wants to bring joy. And I also believe that God wants to continue to balance our perspective on him. As you learn about your number or take a test, listen to a podcast, read a book, we challenge you to ask yourself questions. For example, when I discovered I was a number three on the Enneagram, the Achiever, I took that information and I could have just read it and walked away. But I started looking at the attributes represented within that number and asking God, okay, God, I'm an Achiever. Like, yes, I'm driven. Let's use driven as an example. But does my drive go too hard sometimes? Do I push it too far? And you know, we can all live a balanced life, but we can be either unhealthy or healthy. So it's asking God, evaluating your life, looking at those descriptions, looking at scripture, and just evaluating where you're at right now within that number, within your life, with health and unhealth. Absolutely. I guess what I'm saying 
is when we talk about the smudged mirror. So many of us can continue to walk through life and be okay with that perspective. In fact, I think of the illustration that before I got glasses, uh, I didn't really know what I was missing. Yeah, he's only been, I think you've only been wearing them maybe five years. Yeah, and I, I remember uh, a couple months after I got my glasses, um, I start looking and thinking like maybe there's a clear vision out there. And so I actually went back to the eye doctor and they actually said, no, your vision hasn't changed at all. Because once there is a revelation, once you start really understanding the clarity that you can see physically, obviously in this illustration, but really I'm trying to say that the more clarity we can get spiritually, the more clarity we can get within ourselves as God continues to rewrite the script of our hearts and our minds, and the more clarity we will, we will see of God. God wants to continue to clean. He wants to rewrite the scripts. I just sense there's some people that are watching today man, that you've been hurt in the past and that has smudged the mirror and you don't see God in the right perspective. Mm -hmm. and, the, and what's being reflected on your life is exactly due to the smudge or the crack in the mirror. And I believe that God wants to begin to heal hurts. He wants to begin to heal pains of your past. But what we need to do is welcome God to do that work within our life. Mm -hmm. See, I believe that God isn't done, but I also believe that it's time for us to begin to lay down our crutches. It's time to throw away our masks because I have to say this as, as bluntly as I can, God cannot fix what we fake. Yeah. It's time to get real. It's time to let God infuse the fruits of the Spirit. It's time for God to begin to transfer His heart into our heart but it really just begins with surrender and today in this very moment I want to welcome you to pray a simple prayer of surrender it's not the end all it's not the be all but it is the beginning to take a step into a relationship with God will you pray with us Jesus I surrender I have more questions than answers but I choose to follow you anyway I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. God, we come to you right now, and I just pray for the awakening of our soul as we enter in to this series and this process of asking big questions and cleaning our mirror. I pray for those that are tuning in and joining us who have a painful past, who have hurt and pain. And I just pray right now as we dive into this concept and this topic like the Enneagram brings, I pray that you will continue revealing your character yes. and what fullness of God looks like, God. Mm -hmm. And we ask for your presence. We ask for daily victories. And I just pray for us to take a step at a time with bravery and obedience, mm -hmm. God. I pray that you will show us and lead us what that looks like in this journey. In your name we pray.
for our time together and thank you for your guidance on this journey. God, you are good and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Andy said that this journey with God starts with surrender. Now, if you prayed that prayer of surrender during the message, maybe for the first time or the first time in a long time, would you text the word rescued to 97,000 or would you email us? We want to connect with you and help guide you. This week, we gave out another 200 joy boxes and 100 of those went to the schools of Rochester. If you saw on our Facebook page this week, you saw the kids' faces. You saw how amazing these boxes are in their lives. We are blessed as a church to be a blessing, and we are blessed as individuals. What a cool blessing we were again this week. At Echo, you can give two different ways. One, you can text the amount you want to give to 84321, or you can go on our website. If you're able and have the means to give, would you please do so? If you don't have the means or if you have a need, please don't be afraid to ask. During your faith journey, one idea we all need to come to grips with is that we are limited in our humanness. One of the focuses of the Enneagram is to understand our weaknesses. Through that, we can focus on the strengths of Christ, and that is a strength that we can rely on. We are very deliberate to keep our online service to about 35 minutes. Our hope is that you would dig deeper into the content every week. Now, during the Enneagram series, we're producing a ton of extra things, so make sure you're checking those out. 
Now, like Sam said earlier, we are starting next week, our summer online hours. Kids services will start at 8 a.m. and Sunday service will start at 9. Also, next Sunday is Mother's Day. Just a quick heads up for you dads and kids. You have seven days. Also, Echo is brewing some really cool stuff for moms this week as well, so make sure you're on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Now, did you know why the shrimp wouldn't share his treasure? It's because he's a little shellfish. Have a great week, everybody.